Blog Talk Radio. Hi, welcome to Kid Missing Radio. This episode is about April April Marie Tinfoil. April was abducted and murdered from her Indiana home on April 1st. 1988. She was eight years old. She had a two-year-old brother at the time. And all he remembered was one minute his sister was there and the next minute she was gone. I'm awaiting April's mom to call in to talk with us. Um, But until then, let me give you some background. Also, you might want to check out facebook.com forward slash April Marie Tinsley. Okay. There were, oh, I believe this is Janet. Hello. 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 Hi. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thank um, you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Janet Tinsley. Can you start off by telling us what you remember about that day and what happened and when you actually became alarmed? Uh, it was like around 4 o'clock when she didn't, when she didn't come home. We went up to the little girl's house that she was at, and uh, they said that she didn't come to get her umbrella. And it was on a Good Friday and April Fool's Day. Fell on the same same day, and for a while there, I thought it was a you know someone playing a joke, but then. After we all went out searching at about six o'clock that night, and it started, you know, hitting. Reality was starting to hit, and then about three days later, we they they found her about twenty-five miles away from home, and then we just started making your arrangements. I can't even imagine when you heard that they had... I know that you heard on the news that they had found a body, but when they actually came to your house to tell you, I can't even imagine. Yeah, when they told us that they found a body, then they brought a picture Two of the FBI guys brought a picture and showed it to me and said that they wanted me to check it and see if it was her. And then when I looked at it, I said, there, it, it was her. And that's when they kept asking me what if there's anything I, they can do for me. I said, yeah, you can bring her back. But that was, that was the hardest, hardest day. Oh, I can't even imagine. Um, was the jogger that actually found her body questioned 
<laughs> yeah, a jogger that was jogging down the road. He do, he he lives about three or four miles down the road, and he jogs that road every day. And uh, he, him and his wife decided to do it together, and they uh, jogged past, and he thought he'd seen something that was kind of out there, and so they jogged back, and that's when he that's when he seen her, and he told his wife to hurry, run back to the house, and call nine one one. Wow. And now one of then, the, when they, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Huh? Yeah, that's ahead. when they. That's when they decided to let it out where they said it that was her. Now, one of her shoes has never been found, right? Um, I believe so. Do you in your heart, without naming names, because I don't want to get sued, (laughs) do you in your heart have any suspects? Uh, they had a few of them. They had one that everybody thought it was him. Yeah, Hensley. We can talk about him. I just meant in your heart of hearts, do you have any ideas? My ideas is the first guy they arrested, and his name was Everett Shaw. Him. I read about him. I, I told them, I said, I swear to God it's him. If he didn't do it, he knew who did. Because he... Where he lived at, he lived like two blocks from us. He was in a cult, biker cult type situation. and Yeah, that was the 24-year-old that they arrested. Yeah. Because they, they arrested him because um, he, um, they arrested, he molested his um, girlfriend's 11-year-old daughter. So that's how that started, and they um, he was going around telling everybody um, what color clothes she had on and stuff like that. So they arrested him for three days, and they couldn't keep him. Well, they could have kept him on everything else, but they couldn't put a murder case on him. So they no. released him. Yeah. Did they ever compare his DNA? Uh, yes. They said everything matched, but they just couldn't pinpoint... Yeah, pinpoint a murder on him. his DNA matched, and they couldn't put a murder on him? I think it matched, but... They, um... They didn't have anything really on him to... You know, keep him as a suspect yeah. like that. But um, did he drive a light blue damaged pickup truck? Um, yeah, they said he um he owned a or a friend of his owned a truck, but at the beginning of it, there was like three different types of vehicles. One was yeah. a van. One was a truck, one was a green car, 
That's what happens with eyewitnesses. We, I know. We had three or four different types of cars. And the police department and the FBI, they were kind of busy trying to figure out, you know, what color car is going to be. Yeah, and, and then, then one. <coughs> Sorry, go ahead. This one lady up there, can corner from where um, the little girl lived, that she said oh, she could identify it as a blue beat up pickup truck. She couldn't she couldn't tell if it was a Ford, Chevy, or what, but she knew it was a a pickup truck. But she couldn't give the license plate number or anything like that because. They said she was, like, in her 70s, I think. Oh, wow. But she gave pretty much good description of what she kept seeing the truck going around the block, like, three or four times. Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah. (laughs) That would catch my eye if I was up there living somewhere up there and I see Dad there. That would catch your eye real quick, like. Mm, yeah, what is he up to? Exactly. Especially in a small town like I come from. If you got somebody coming up and down the road several times, you know, around our little circle here, because yeah. we have like four roads that make a square and you can go around. If somebody kept coming around them, we'd wonder, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Especially um, if they're strange vehicles. <laughs> huh? Especially if it's a strange vehicle, you ain't seen it around in well, yeah, anytime Absolutely. sooner. Um, as you started to learn more things, and you started to learn with everyone else, which is so wrong. I'm not even gonna go there. Um, about the notes that he left, and the um. <coughs> Shall we say prophylactic devices he left in the bags with the um, letters and the um, adult toy that he left not far from her body? Yeah, that's been absolutely that, horrified and PO'd. Yeah, when they said it, when they found her, when they picked her up and they're saying that's when they found that bag. And it's supposed to have the device. And then they never told us, didn't tell anybody until recently that right. they had so that. most wanted. And I was like, I was there, whoever it is ain't normal. They're insane. Clearly. I said, they got to be some one sick person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and then the ones that they found in the 90s with the bags and everything, I said, told the cops, I said, it's got to be like a copycat because somebody out there is trying to make a name for himself. But mm-hmm. his DNA, they tested it. They can't find him in the database. Yeah, they said it matched the DNA from the autopsy, the DNA on the condoms in the bags. But they can't find him anywhere in the system. 
They said the and, uh, yeah. Go ahead. And I told them, I said, they're, well, I think you guys need to change your, um, how you go about doing it. I said, they're, you need to do DNA on anybody and everybody. Uh, it mm-hmm. don't matter if you were robbery. <laughs> so, if you're doing, doing a DNA on them, not just for murders or anything like that, you need to do it for yeah. all of them. Yeah, and you also need to get the rape test kits out of freaking storage and actually test them and get them in the database. Yep. Gee, imagine how many people Everybody can should be that. in the database. Oh, yeah. Now, he wrote on a barn as well, and I guess he kept going back and darkening it, and they found crayons near the barn. Supposedly they had DNA on them. Um, I'm wondering if they've ever found this dude's fingerprints with all the stuff he's obviously touched. I have no idea. On I know they said they had the um, words on a couple barns, but I never heard anything out of the with the crayons and stuff like that. If they ever, you know, found anything off of them, they never said anything about that. Yeah, I read that in an article. Um, I just want to quickly give out the phone numbers. Crime Stoppers is 1-800-237-STOP, S-T-O-P. Um, you can also call America's Most Wanted Anonymously at 1-800-CRIME-TV. They're on the case. And the Fort Wayne Police Department at 1-260-427-1407. Um, interestingly, new DNA technology was used to create a a one-of-a-kind, or first-of-its-kind, I should say, sketch of this sick, pedophilic bastard. Um, (laughs) did you recognize the sketch at all, or? Uh, not to... Not really, but uh, when they did the sketch, they kept saying it was a six-foot-tall, muscular-type dude with blonde hair and blonde mustache. At the time, my brother, he fit the profile down to a T. So they went and questioned my brother and my brother was in the hospital having back surgery. Diane and the kids are here. Why? Because they thought it looked like your brother? Yeah. They thought it was him at first cause when they showed the sketch, and I told them it looked like my brother. But my brother was in the hospital the day before she oh. came up missing. And that so was they wouldn't the- question him. No, I'm doing my show. I'm sorry. I just had guests walk in my house. <laughs> um, just my mother's best friend and a bunch of grandchildren. <laughs> now, 
for those who don't know, she was found off County Road 68. Now, that may not mean anything to me, but that can mean something to someone else. Now, Sarah Boker was age seven. She, too, was abducted, raped, and murdered. Um, June 13, 1990. Now, I had asked you before if you thought there was a connection. You weren't sure... And they arrested a man named Hensley, who was like 70-somewhat years old. And we both agreed that he probably didn't do it. He may have even been covering for someone else by saying that he did it. But we won't say who, because we don't have any evidence. But um, do you think that your daughter's case and Sarah's case are connected? It seems strange that the the two cases are fairly Yeah, they said it was um, her her case and... Sarah's case are similar down to um, how they found them, but Sarah's, I think, was just a little bit different, so they found her closer to home. Yes, you were saying they found her almost in her backyard. Yeah, close, very close. Um, so I think there very possibly could be a connection. Um, yeah, there could be. But. Now, we want to make it very clear here that the newspapers were incorrect in saying that your daughter called Roy Hensley um, grandpa and that she knew him. You guys never knew him. That was an incorrect no. statement by the newspapers. Right. <laughs> and we try to get him to um, recorrect it, but no. Yeah. Now, one interesting theory that I read was that the killer could be an English, quote unquote, that's one of us, who worked, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> an itchy throat, I'm so sorry. Could be in English Like I said, one of us Who worked alongside the Amish That I have no idea It was just a theory I read on the message board So Um, I never never read Never seen that one I know that I read one That they were talking about The um, Whoever it was that she it was in like in the school system. <coughs> I hadn't heard that one, but I guess that's possible. It might have been she might have trusted someone from school. Yeah, the one that mainly that she knew that was it worked at the school was my brother. He was a custodian. Ah. Now, was your brother the Uncle Jimmy that was? Excuse me, on TV? No. That was, was um, brother? Yes, that was, that was her uncle. That was her father's brother? Um, my husband's brother. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Now, you guys moved for a short period of time, right? Afterwards? Right. Yeah, we moved in 
we were gone for approximately 25 years. Oh, wow, you were gone for a long time. Yeah. Went from um, Tennessee I, to Kentucky and then you're back here. Yeah. Um, I just want to give out a couple more phone numbers. The Indiana State Police, one two six zero four three two eight six six one. Or you can call their toll-free number if you have any information at 1-800-552-0976. Now, April never made it to pick up the umbrella. You had stated you picked it up later. Um, Also, the um, toy, shall we say, was found in a Sears bag, although Sears doesn't sell products like that. Someone on the message board did say that they worked at a place not far from there almost during that time that did did sell that particular object. Um and he probably got it from there and that they should have gone and done some digging there to see if they could have found maybe credit card receipts of somebody who bought that particular object. I mean, it had to be fairly unique because it was a hand crank object. Yeah. It looked kinda old. It did. It looked old and disgusting in the pictures. Uh, yeah. There was also yeah. There was also a picture of a paisley bedspread that everybody thinks looks like it was probably at a hotel that he was yeah. using, laying on, showing off his um, masculine parts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they showed a picture of that. They kept asking us if we recognized it or anything, and I'm sitting there like, no. I couldn't tell you where it come from, if it would come from a hotel, motel. Yeah. Well, a lot of people thought it looked like the typical hotel bedspread. Yeah, I told them I said I have no clue on that one. But I know when they showed the... Oh, yeah. Because that would be terrible. I know when they showed that one. I know when they showed that one part. We were sitting down and eating, and they put it on the America's Most Wanted and put it on the news. And I said, "There, that was it. I couldn't eat no more. (laughs) Yeah, uh, that 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 was it. Lost lost the appetite. Couldn't go to sleep because every time you close your eyes, that's all you seen. Yeah." I can't like they, <laughs> Oh, it was bad. <laughs> yeah, at least they could have warned you beforehand, you know? Yeah, they um, should have. They they go, when they showed the show and they had it on for a while, then they go, we'll be right back. We got another evidence to show you. And when they popped it up there, it's like, what the? Yeah. And you're, and you're sitting there like, Dumbfounded and lost, and it's like, what? Yeah. And then you're sick to your stomach, and I was sitting there, oh my god, and everybody's everybody's calling you, texting you, emailing you, and like asking you questions about it. I I don't have no clue. (laughs) That's the first time I've seen it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I can't even begin to imagine the horror. <coughs> no. You know, because I'm not a parent. 
so I can't imagine. Even if I was a parent, I wouldn't be able to imagine the horror of that, of the whole situation. Now, could you tell us, we've got about five minutes left, could you tell us about April's Garden? It's um, it's a block. It's a approximately a block and a half where we used to live at, and uh, the guy that donated the part of his land, the property, um, they made a like a corner. It's got a granite, um, almost like something you would use at like a tombstone, but mm-hmm. it's got her picture, her name on it. And it says April's Garden. And we got a local um, place that donates flowers, trees. They um, plant, they came and planted flowers, rose bushes. Her favorite colors were pink, purple, and blue. So people will bring blue, purple, and pink flowers. They'll plant them around the trees. Them around up and down our garden, and then you can buy a brick for twenty dollars, and that'll have your name on it. It'll have whatever saying you want, like God's angel or whatever you want to put on there in the date, and they'll put it down on the sidewalk. And we got um, I'll say close to. Close to maybe a hundred, but they got they still got enough for like fifteen, twenty more bricks. So, um, and that money goes to the upkeep of the garden. Right. So, is there a phone number that people can call if they wanted to buy one? Uh, I'm not sure what the number is, but I know it's the uh, Hoagland Masterson Neighborhood Association. Oh, okay. I'm um, not quite sure what the number is, though. It's okay. People can look it up. Um, the last thing that I want to talk to you about are the notes. And do you think, as a lot of people do, that he actually was hiding himself? Like... Um, using the wrong hand, purposefully misspelling, um, like that, or do you think that he actually that that was the way he wrote? Um, some of them that you they had that you could read that um were pretty well read. They were written good. Then all of a sudden you get one or two of them that have like a letter misspelled. And it's like he's trying to throw, this one's trying to throw everybody off. It's like they're trying to say he's not mature enough, he's not, he's not right. For someone to do that, isn't you're not right. But yeah, they had like two or three different um spellings but they all pretty much meant the same but it, it, yeah he was trying i think he was trying he was trying to throw everybody off yeah i i tend to agree with that 
Um, was there anything else besides April Shoe missing when they found her? Anything else about um, April? Not that I'm that I know. I know they said that she was fully clothed and everything. And then when I had to go and you know identify her, they showed what they had, and pretty much everything was what she had on. They just they gave me a list and you know asked if yeah. this what she had on, and I had to say yes or no. Yeah. Um. We have one minute left. About a minute and fifteen okay. seconds, actually. So, I'd like you to talk directly to the killer. Tell him what you think. Uh, be like I did before. Have give you know give yourself up. I mean, it's, your fame is done. Been it's over with. I mean, it's this time. Even if it's he, if it's not, if he's not around, family members, you need to give him up. I mean, it's it's time. I mean, it's like it's been too long. Done, got your fame. Let let the least let the family have some peace. I agree. Um, Thank you for being on the show, and I want to remind everybody that's listening. This case will be on On the Case with Paula Zahn on Investigation Discovery. Check your local listings for channel um, on July 15th. Please don't miss it. Uh, again, thank you for, for agreeing to be on the show. You're uh, welcome. God bless you. Uh, have a great evening. I want to try to. Try to stay cool. Okay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Goodbye, all, and God bless.